Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hiya, Jimmy. Meet Conan and David. Hello, Conan and David. It's a pleasure to meet you guys. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, we're great. Uh, Jimmy, uh, very nice to meet you. I know nothing about you, um, but uh, I'm looking at you right now. You are wearing a very festive shirt. Then behind you in the background, I see shelves with lots of dinosaur models. Is that a clue as to who you are and what you do? No, that has absolutely nothing to do with me or my personality at all. (laughs) This is a model home and it came with the house. No, uh, I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs. I love them. (laughs) Yeah, so you're into dinosaurs and dinosaur models, I can see. And uh, okay, Jimmy, where are you right now? I'm in Orlando, Florida. Okay. And I'm about Uh actually about two miles away from the actual Jurassic Park at Universal. Is that why you chose to live in Orlando so that you could go to the Jurassic Park? as often as possible? No, we, we consider that a perk. I, I, I moved to Orlando because I actually started working at a museum where I was the paleontologist on staff. Ah, you're a paleontologist. Yes, sir. Okay, all right, I did not know that. Uh, you're a paleontologist, mm-hmm. and so you work with dinosaurs. That's your profession. That is my, that's my passion, and that is, yes, that's, uh, that's, what I, that's what I like to do. That's nice. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of kids go through a dinosaur phase. Right. And, um, and then they- it, it wears off. Yours didn't. No. You were probably into dinosaurs as a kid and it just stuck. It was such a cycle. It kept coming back every few years where it's like this, this passion for dinosaurs just, it wouldn't leave. It was, a, it was an intrusive thought of just massive theropods all the time and it was just a blast. And so it's something that, you know, so many kids grow out of that phase, like you said, and go on to live, you know, productive adult lives. And I just, I never lost the bug for these amazing animals that used to call this place home. And, uh, and so I've kind of dedicated myself to learning all about how they lived, how they moved, and what role they had on this planet because those are the roles that we're filling now. And dinosaurs, is it, do you think they could come back? Could dinosaurs reappear on this earth once mankind is done fucking it up? Could dinosaurs <laughs> come back in a billion years? You know, considering uh, in many ways, Conan, dinosaurs never left. The, the oh, big ones oh. like T-Rex and Brachiosaurus and the ones that people think of when they come to mind, yeah, those are dead and gone. And, and evolution doesn't really do uh, repeats. Uh, but we do have the modern descendants of dinosaurs, uh, which are the birds. And one of the scariest dinosaurs that ever lived is the southern cassowary, 
which lives in New Guinea. <laughs> this is a massive bird. It's got a huge crest on its head. It's got a six inch claw and it actively hunts humans. It's the only dinosaur I'm with no, a wait confirmed a I, kill count. <laughs> wh- wait, and they, they still exist today? Oh yeah, you can see them in zoos and they are just- Southern, the Southern Cassowary? It looks like a, well, I'll give you a quick, quick glimpse here. So this is a dinosaur called an Edmontosaurus which is in no way related to these things. But it's got this big crest on the top of its head. And Wait, so- that looks like, it looks exactly like my hair. That's, it that's really been does. my, it really does. Yeah. I mean, it's yellow, but that looks exactly like my hair. I may be a dinosaur of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Look oh, at that thing. Go. Oh my God, that thing looks exactly, it's, it's got the same, it's, it's using gel. It's you. That, that's that right. dinosaur- Yes, and it attacks viciously. It is a monster. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always on the hunt. Um, <laughs> it is you. It's got a red scrotum hanging from its neck. You've got, that's not a scrotum, that's a red tie for a talk show host. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible. That, l- look this up, folks. Uh, the Southern Cassowary, C-A-S-S-O-W-A-R-Y, mm-hmm. and you'll, it's like me looking in a mirror, this thing. It's chilling to the bone. Yeah, that, uh, that particular animal, like we've had such a grand idea of how dinosaurs moved and what their feet looked like. The feet of a cassowary, like from its the skeletal anatomy to the muscles to the skin, that is exactly what we think uh, dinosaurs back in the day looked like. And they are, they are monsters. They're fantastic animals. Now, uh, it must be your dream to discover a new type of dinosaur, to find dinosaur bones somewhere that haven't been found and discover a new type uh, of, of creature. Is that true? It was my dream to one day be a guest on a fantastic talk show with a host I idolized. So now <laughs> right. I have to move something well, else up. Well, you lose because this is a podcast. <laughs> so I hate to break it to you, but no. your dreams have not panned out. <laughs> you see, the talk show Foiled format, again. I, think, I think like the dinosaur, has gone extinct, <laughs> probably due to a meteor or just too many of them. Uh, <laughs> So you'd love to find one. It would be you? an absolute dream to to be on a dig. I've been on a number of digs already where I've been able to go out and explore and and see these things that no one has ever seen before. And uh, so many times people will find them and name them for something really cool. So like we've got uh, dinosaurs like Thanatotheristes, which means the, the, the reaper of death and the harbinger of doom. Um, we've got new things like... Uh, Lou Culkin, which means the 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 one who causes great fear. That's not just another Culkin kid. Exactly. <laughs> there is a there is a Culkin who is called Lou Culkin. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's the fourth youngest, you and uh, he's apparently an incredible asshole who's always uh, charging up a big bar bill and then just taking off. <laughs> and he looks kind of like this too. He's got the uh, he's got the swagger and the. The, the, the big horns on top of his head. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, you find these things now and it's a competition to make the craziest name. So I feel like if I were ever in a position where I discovered a new one, I've got a name lined up, ready to go. Oh. But wait, so you have a name even though you don't know what it is you'll find. You might find, it could be a fish, it could be a bird, it could be a giant T-Rex. So no matter what you find, this is going to be the name? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try for it. We're gonna, gonna, it's going to be on the, the let's, working title. <laughs> let's, let's hear the name uh, for when Jimmy finds his dinosaur. The name will be... Hexamortis Ante Terra. Ooh. 
Okay. You just, I think, cast a spell over all three of us. Haven't I? <laughs> and that name. What is it? What does that mean? That name means kills you six times before you hit the ground. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Hey. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. I hope you find it's a kind of butterfly. Oh. It was completely harmless. <laughs> a little vegetarian lizard. I hope you find the bones of, a, of just a sweet... Little <laughs> lizard that it was the, at the very bottom of the food chain and had one leg and no teeth. Yeah, it's uh. either going to be that or Gerbilsaurus. It'll be that much of yeah. a cuddly little thing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, is it competitive? Do you have? Are there other um, you know paleontologists out there that you consider your sworn enemies? Because when you head to a great dig site. Mm-hmm. You know that Stavros is going to be there, and you hate Stavros. <laughs> I'm just making up that name, but I'm pretty certain your enemy is named Stavros. He knows what um, he did. Yeah, he knows what he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that? Uh, is there anyone that you? Do you guys must have pointy elbows, if you know what I mean, sometimes when you're at a dig site and someone looks like they're getting something good, or maybe it's a good dig site. You get there first; they get there at the same time. Damn it. <laughs> so is there anyone like that? Yeah, decades ago, that was the case. It was such a huge competitive thing because dinosaurs were such a huge new thing. Like this is a, from a time when the concept of extinction wasn't really well understood. Like animals that lived have just always lived. How could something have been created and then disappear? And so when we started finding these things, the race was to get as many bones out of the ground as you can. And it became very exclusive. You had a lot of things that got smuggled into other countries and, and it just created a whole nasty thing. There is a very small faction of that these days. Honestly, paleontology is a science that is evolving in its own because I'm very happy to see that we have so many amazing young women and uh, paleontologists of color who are getting into the field. And there's such a strong, inclusive uh, push to try and make this because science is for everybody and dinosaurs are for everyone. And so I'm, I'm very glad that, uh, that, you know, outside of Stavros, who can go piss up a rope, everyone else is fine. <laughs> You're a very inspiring fellow, Jimmy. I'm impressed. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I like anybody who can inspire and end it with piss up a rope. <laughs> yeah. you, st- you started it out really nicely and ended with piss up a rope. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite all-time dinosaur? Go. My classic, I got to go with Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right? Oh, but why yeah. were his arms so small? He looks ridiculous. Because he didn't need them anymore. T-Rex oh. comes from the end of a long line of these, what we call theropods, the big three-toed clawed uh, uh, carnivores. And its earlier ancestors, had the longer arms and they were much more agile. But what they found out in the millions of years that these things lived, you know, the way evolution works, it's really just changing and adapting to how life needs things right. to change. So animals that would take a bite out of a running prey instead of taking it down got fuller faster and it gave them time to go off and do other things like make baby dinosaurs, you know? And so over time- <laughs> Yeah, would you leave your saucy little remarks out of this uh, erudite conversation? I'll save them for the next yeah. time I'm talking to you. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make baby dinosaurs, if you know what I mean. So wait, so you're saying that, uh, that T-Rex had ancestors with much longer arms- mm-hmm. He couldn't wear hand-me-downs, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> the would. sleeves. <laughs> he just rolls up the sleeves. Yeah, he's rolled up the sleeves. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is good stuff. So, Anybody? Hello? It, so, Jimmy, <laughs> if they were left to evolve, would they have? Would their arms have just disappeared eventually? Well, actually, we've, or, or we've seen other uh, similar dinosaurs that filled that same ecological role who didn't 
uh, you have even as big of arms as Tyrannosaurus did, much smaller ones. But because dinosaurs are birds and birds are dinosaurs, if they continue to evolve, the arms would disappear and become wings. So, uh, but uh, T-Rex, uh, as it continued to grow and from its ancient lineage, uh, it built better tools for the job. So this is actually the tooth of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh my God, oh, look at wow. that. Wait, a real one or a replica? Uh, no, this is a, it's a replica, but it's an exact copy of a real one that, uh, that one day will be mine. When guests come over, you tell them it's real, don't you? No. When you're in a bar and you whip that out, suddenly- It's with you at all times. I That's like right. the thought of you carrying it with you yeah. everywhere. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, but- <laughs> What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Classic fight. Tyrannosaurus Rex versus Brontosaurus. Who wins? Ooh. Okay, so in it depends on the circumstances. So the Brontosaurus has a gun. Okay, uh, <laughs> Brontosaurus would probably edge out in this one because uh, long range weapons might really help. But Brontosaurus was actually such a massive creature that they could actually use their tails like whips, and they were so mighty that things didn't go after them one on one. They kind of moved around as they wanted to. They went where they where they wanted to. They were walking tanks. And so a T-Rex would not necessarily go after a Brontosaurus, but it might go after a couple little baby ones. If you put them in an octagon and they had to go at it, uh, the T-Rex Oh, I assume, but sir, I assume this was in an octagon. That <laughs> yeah. was never in doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the T-Rex would ultimately, I think, in, in the combat scenario, come out on top. Because of his big chompers. Because of his big chompers. Jaw. The scenario in, uh, that, that is uh, sketched out in um, Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. where they take DNA and they replicate it and they bring them back to life mm -hmm. and it's a theme park. Is that something that's like 20 years away, 15 years away? What are, when, are we, when are we gonna see these giant dinosaurs roaming in a park uh, that quickly loses control of the dinosaurs oh my God. and Jeff Goldblum is injured? When is that gonna happen? I, I cannot wait for that day to happen. Uh, 
right now, we don't have the technology to make something like that happen. And it's the real tricky part about it is because DNA has an expiration date. So even if you got the DNA out of the cells, which in many cases we've done, we've actually found in the leg bones of a Tyrannosaurus, we found soft tissues, we found preserved blood, we found collagen and things like that. So we have some of the soft tissue, but the DNA that actually makes it up breaks down over time. It's like uh, faded newspapers that, you, that get exposed and they just become brittle. So our technology 10 years ago, keeping with the newspaper analogy, we could make out paragraphs of what a thing was. Now we've gotten to the point where we can start to read words and figure out certain letters. Once we can put the syntax together, then we've got a different story. But right now what's happening is there are some scientists who are actively trying to turn on the dinosaur genes in modern day birds and kind of regress them to their ancestral forms. Haven't they watched Jurassic Park? Why are people meddling with this stuff? It's not gonna go well. Because they're messages. It's not, you're, you're meddling in things you and you're, you're mad, Jimmy, mad. You and your friends, you've got to stop them. This is insanity. Yeah. You're messing with powers you can't possibly understand. You can't possibly understand what you're, what you're unleashing here. And so I, I encourage you and your friends, go. Watch the first Jurassic Park. If that doesn't convince you, watch the second one. If that still doesn't convince you, watch the third and the fourth and the fifth one. You can skip those. Was there one Jurassic Park? What, what, how many have there been? They're coming up on so. number six. Is that true? Yeah, the, the, it'll be Jurassic World Dominion will be the sixth one coming out. And I'm really and looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Are they still trying to reopen the park and say, I swear to God, this time it's okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same plot every time. Every time it's like, you know, there were some issues. How, what travel agent would say, look, I know that <laughs> if you that this thing has completely failed and that hundreds of thousands of people have been killed. Mm -hmm. But I think this time, A, the food's better. B, there's a, a, a free complimentary massage when you show up. <laughs> and C, they're 60% sure the dinosaurs can't get loose. Absolutely. That, 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 You'd go? Oh, I would go. I would go. If Jurassic Park were real, I wouldn't visit. I would work there. I would leave my job behind. I would leave this whole world and I would be part of the veterinary or the education department. If that was a real situation, I would love it. No, Jimmy, you're wearing that shirt like you're a supporting yeah. character. I know. Costume wise, you're, you're <laughs> dead for sure. Like, yeah, the, you're one of the first people to go in the movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the problem. You're the guy that says, huh, this doesn't look right. Those bars look separated. I'm going in there to investigate. That's what happens to you and then chomp. Oh, geez, I thought it was the plucky comic relief. Okay. <laughs> you are that too, but I think you're the, I, unfortunately, I don't know. Well, then I died uh, the way I lived. Well, that's true. <laughs> Surrounded that's by the yeah. teeth of Tyrannosaurus. I died the way I lived, G giggling. Do you love dinosaurs so much that you'd be, you'd actually enjoy being killed by a dinosaur? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you had to go, do you wish it would be via dinosaur? I don't think... Killed, no. Maimed, I'd have a story to tell. But... Uh, <laughs> That's true. You know what's interesting? You've thought about this. You've actually given it yeah. some thought. So you don't want to be killed by a dinosaur. No. But if one took a piece of your leg... You could live off that the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. I'd go as far as to say you fantasized about this. Oh, no, we're not There's going no that far. <laughs> we're going to dial that ready. back a little yeah, bit. You yeah, the, you had the answer ready right away. Uh, killed? No. Maimed? I have a story to tell. Um, wow. You have a question for me, sir? I How do, can I help actually. You? I was going to ask. So, Conan, 
This is a question I ask of everybody I talk to, and I am dying to know the answer from you. Conan O'Brien. Are you going to – one of your question is, can I have some money? No, God, no. <laughs> yes, this is a question that. I ask everybody. <laughs> could I have $300? I have a day in my life. <laughs> I just do a volume business of asking people for money. No, my, my question to you is, uh, Conan O'Brien, what is your favorite dinosaur? Oh. Um. Wow. Well, uh, you know, I hate to – it used to be the T-Rex mm-hmm. until you said T-Rex. And now I think uh, I have to go with Diplodocus because it's the only other name I can remember. That's a good name. That's a great <laughs> yeah. dinosaur. Which, Which one is Diplodocus? It I is a, It is one of the longest of the sauropods. So you mentioned Brontosaurus yes. oh. before. I liked it because I'm very long and uh, the Diplodocus is very long and it lives in the water, doesn't it? No, no, no. Actually, they, they lived across the plains and savannas. Uh, they – they were actually, they walked around in, in huge force and they could whip their tails so fast it could like sound like thunder as they walked around. But uh, Diplodocus uh, it was, was a massive I'm sorry. animal. Excuse, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Diplodocus. Actually, they're both right. It's crazy. This is- Damn it. You know, you- <laughs> I, wanted to be an, I, want, I wanted to be an ass you and really correct tried. you. You say Diplodocus? It's, it's, a, it's a tomato tomato situation. Diplodocus or Diplodocus, it comes from the Greek and that jerk Stavros. Uh, when he, it's from, it means double beam. It's based on the way that the bones of the tail look, and they called it the diplodocus or plodocus, whichever way you want to do it. And uh, they, they say both interchangeably, so it's all good. Well, now I say diplodocus. Lovely. <laughs> uh, I just want to be different. Well, that's my, that's my pick. That's my pick for favorite dinosaur. That's an excellent choice. Um, when I showed this duck bill before, you said this dinosaur kind of looked like you. And well, just that, that hair, yeah. I, I feel like I got a better one. I, I think I have something else that, that, that kind of fits the, the, the Conan bill a little bit more. Uh, this is a dinosaur called Therizinosaurus. Oh, wow. It's very tall. It's got this really, these really great uh, proportions. It's got the long arms. It's got the shimmering orange hair down the side. And then what I like about this one is that uh, it can also do the string dance. Oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, wow. And look then at that. that's when the dance is over. It's got its own scissors built in. It could just cut the string. <laughs> okay, you know what's clear to me now? You are in no way a scientist. You no. are this. You're, you're a, a prop, prop comic. comic. You're a prop comic. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Gallagher of paleontology. Yeah, you're Gallagher three. Your house is just filled with toys, and. And, and, and kooky sight gags. Conan, if they make sounds, they're toys. If they don't, they're models. <laughs> How long have you lived alone? I'm just curious. <laughs> no, uh, actually, you know, I've, uh, I've been married for, for nine years now, and she, Fantastic. Uh, she puts up with all of it, and she loves it's it. It's important that you, too, do not go extinct. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, no, I, I, am, I am a fan of yours. I, I love people that know stuff. I really do. I love people that uh, – have educated themselves and and know things. And also you're very upbeat about yeah. what you do, which is really infectious. And uh, and I think it's very cool. I think it's very cool. And I say, I say go out and get more dinosaur replicas. I wouldn't I didn't want to say toys. He said um, get more. <laughs> and the divorce you tell him begins. No. <laughs> we just hear a door slam. <laughs> Car starts. I look at that room you're in and I think not enough dinosaurs. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, well, Jimmy, it was a pleasure meeting you, seriously. And uh, best of luck to you. And I hope our paths cross someday. And I hope you find your dinosaur. I really do. Cohen, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll see you yeah. around next time. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> you, and, and Jimmy, by 
by the way, you've got a great uh, Jack Black energy. You really do. I've known Jack for mm-hmm. a long time, but you've got that same kind of, uh, and it, that's a compliment. I try to keep it loosey-goosey cones. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Jack, take off that mask. Uh, Jimmy, thank you so much. Really nice talking to you. Pleasure's all, bud. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.